joining us for Energy. another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman, Gerald Borgay, and Espo. You guys! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in shock. Is this real life? No, I had like three hours of sleep and I've never been this excited in my life. I feel hungover. I feel high and like not, not like minor, like I'm on something big right now. That's how I'm going. I'm high on the Phoenix Suns right now. Entire life. Gerald, Saul, you you want to match the energy or not? I'm delirious. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I'm depressed. What? I'm depressed. Are you depressed? I'm depressed because I woke up this morning to all this shit. I completely missed the biggest show we've ever had at PHNX. Yeah. I'm just sad. Yeah. I was really sad. (laughs) It took me about two hours to get over the sadness of missing that show for me to finally like kind of soak it all in and realize like holy fuck we got kevin durant <laughs> to be this fair is... we did call you like 85 times no 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 no. they called me 85 times <laughs> you, you guys a... didn't call shit you got had a producer you guys yeah. preparing for a show I know. i'm sorry guys i have you guys said as my favorites and they didn't oh, pay off i was what, asleep it just didn't pay off they woke me up last <laughs> i was the last one to, to find out so. oh my goodness gracious well in case y'all have been living under a rock or you just woke up kevin durant is officially a phoenix sun that is right i said it kevin durant is a sun you guys and in this trade that happened last night around 11:30 p.m arizona time we found out that KD's coming to Phoenix in exchange for Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first-round picks. And I believe there's also a pick swap in there as well. Uh, crazy news. Last night, we were all trying to figure out exactly how we felt because, of course, on one hand, fantastic, excited that Kevin Durant is coming to town, but also very sad to be losing the Twins. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, very sad. Can uh- <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, it's sad. I don't... I, I still don't know how to feel about it because I'm thinking about the long-term opportunities. But then again, like you have some valuable, valuable assets that you can also swap for other potential draft picks and other players down the road. So like the time is always now and you got to take advantage of that. And I I think this is a great thing for the Phoenix Suns. I'm really hoping that something's going to slide through here in the next, you know, 30 to 45 minutes regarding a a, a player uh, that can, that can kind of help solidify, especially that bench unit. But uh, overall, a great day to be a Phoenix Suns fan, and it's a great day for the Valley because this, I will say this, it, de- it entirely depends on how far the Suns get with Kevin Durant. But right now, this would be the biggest trade in Valley sports history, in my opinion, getting somebody that's still in their prime, that could still score and play at a high clip to, count- to counteract your already superstar player that's on the roster um, Book talked about being a part of a super, st- super team someday, but he didn't want to go and be a part of the super team. He wants somebody to come here and be a part of the super team. That motherfucker did it, and it's awesome. Yeah, shout out to Book for manifesting that and making yeah. it come to life. So I'll say it with me. F them kids. I do not <laughs> care about what 
the future could potentially hold, what some eighth grader might get drafted in 2029 <laughs> for the Phoenix Suns. I don't give a crap about any of that. I mean, we lost out on Bronny James. What are you Uh-oh. talking about? Boo freaking who? He can go play with uh, LeBron in Toronto or Charlotte or wherever he is at, at that point in his career. The Phoenix Suns got a guy that is still a top five guy in the NBA, and they did it, and sure, did they have to give something up? Yeah, you have to give up something when you get a great player. And it came at the cost of draft capital and two guys we really love in this town and McHale and Cam. But for the first time ever, the Phoenix Suns have gone all in. They pushed the chips into the center of the table and said, we're doing it. We're going for it at all costs. And you know what? All praise goes to Matt Ishbia for this move. If you read Woj's article, he basically said Matt Ishbia pushed this and made sure that the Suns did it, that the Suns were on the verge of a three-team deal involving John Collins. There's been some local people that have uh, have refuted that, but I don't care. They were on the cusp of looking at other things, and Matt Ishbia said, no, let's try to figure this out. And they came to the table, and they figured it out. And Kevin Durant is here because the Phoenix Suns have a new owner who's willing to do whatever it takes to win. Yeah, I mean, I, I get the emotional side of things as far as giving up Cam and McHale, but as far as the risk and the long-term asset management like this is what you have those for this moment right here this is arguably the biggest trade at the nba trade deadline in league history like star players of this caliber don't get traded mid-season like this i can't remember the last one that no. was that i was looking into it and i think wilt chamberlain got traded <laughs> mid-season Jesus in Christ. 1965 back when there was that. no nba trade deadline so like <laughs> oh, this is God. literally unprecedented for a top 15 top 10 player of all time to be traded in mid-season um, and to do it on Ishbia's first day on the job, like Espo alluded to, is incredible. Um, we read the report from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski saying that he didn't want to go to bed. He was King Joffrey saying, I'm not tired. Get me Kevin Durant. <laughs> and he got him. Um, and, and I get missing Mikhail. I get missing Cam, that sentiment that is attached to it. But this is the all-in move. This is the move that improves your title odds this season and next season and after that you go from there like you, these opportunities don't come off and this is what you have all these assets for it was time to use them and if you're in a position to trade for kevin durant you trade for kevin durant like it's just that simple i i do want to issue an apology of sorts mm -hmm. um i for the last two weeks is like i just i was tired i was tired of talking about trades mm -hmm. i was tired of thinking about kevin durant or the possibilities of OG or whoever the fuck was out there. I was done. I was so done. <laughs> and so I was like, it's not happening. I, it's not happening. Because James Jones, to me, hadn't hadn't really proved that he was gonna, he was about that life, really. Chris Paul had to, you know, basically said, I want to come to Phoenix and try to manifest that. But KD did too. So I guess I gotta give him a little bit of credit. Um, and then this happened. And uh I I just didn't believe flex. I didn't believe flex. I didn't believe a lot of people out there that were talking about, we're going to get KD because we heard that all summer and then it didn't happen. I'm like, oh, we're going to do this again. So uh, pretty dope. Pretty dope that I was wrong. Happy to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Very, very happy to be wrong. And in regards to Mikhail and Cam, listen, if at the end of the day uh, we lost Mikhail Bridges because Cam Johnson wanted to come back and resign with us, <laughs> even better, even better. Which is not out of the realm of possibility. That's not why they did that. They, I mean, the reporting said that the Suns were hesitant to include Mikhail 
over no, the no, summer. No, 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 no. And, I'm not. I'm not saying. I said if at the end, like let's just say after the season's over. Speaking. Yeah, after the end, like if Cam Johnson decided to come back, then really we only lost Mikael yeah. Bridges, and I'd be cool with that. Yeah, you, in the you, forwards. You okay. already got into that free uh, OGs that KG's getting or KD's getting, huh? Because <laughs> there's no way. With what money are you signing Cam Johnson in the offseason? Well, you can sign him in the offseason to go do. over the cap, but yeah, you're going best you're going heavy Cam, in the luxury Johnson? tax. How can you sign at this the point you can't Suns? No, yeah. you can't as, as now that Suns. he's been traded. Yeah. I'm talking about if they had kept him. No, that I, I thought I'm Sauce, talking about the offseason. Yeah, this like, Oh yeah, no, he's not coming. No, you can't there's get no him. money. No. There's no. no money. You don't have you don't have the you, cap room to what sign. What if Chris him. Paul's gone? Still don't. You were at the point, you were so far over the cap that for every $1 you spend in salary, you're paying $4.25 in luxury tax. We're in the, we're rich, bitch, <laughs> area of the salary cap right now. But also, isn't the rule that you can't, if you're over the cap, you can't, you sign, can't sign outside yes. free agents. Yes. You can only continue to go further yep. over for your own people. Mm-hmm. And Cam is no longer... Our people, so that's <laughs> why that wouldn't be allowed. Look, I I feel for them. I know a lot of people in the chat are saying, "Well, Katie's injuries. Guess what? You don't get anywhere you want to go in life without taking some inherent risk. If you just sit there and you do what's been done and you stay in your comfort zone, you're gonna get what you got. And guess what? The Suns have gotten over the last fifty four years nothing. They've had no title, and that's what they're going after. So there's an inherent risk when you do it. All right, a uh, couple super chats. Uh, Saul, this one is for you from Psycho Blue. Thank you, Psycho Blue, for your super chat. You better warm up them, uh, them vocal cords. No, Here we go. I'm you no, got this. I'm you got the deep tough. voice. It's perfect. No you, got this this. <laughs> you got this. You got it. B-Ball Cthulhu says, God, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> I foretold the slithering of the serpent in the desert. Gregory, you must feast upon souls to repent for your disbelieving Ptah. I don't know how to pronounce that last word either. Um, and then we got another one. Thank you, Psycho Blue. We got another one from Omar. Omar, thank you very much. Sent us $50 and said, Espo, eat the shoe, my guy. <laughs> Look, let me say this to each and every one of you. I will, but I think we need to do it where we all can get together and you guys can watch me do it. I don't think I don't think it's as fun for you to watch me do it on camera. So why don't we get together soon? Why don't we have a watch party and I'll eat the damn shoe in front of all, each and every one of you. How about that? I have so many questions about this. Yeah, we'll start asking. Go I ahead. Mean, I, there's a lot of logistical questions that go yeah, into I this. Just, I, that, first of all, not healthy at all no. and, and not safe. So like, <laughs> And also, I'm just going to say it. Espo didn't say like an actual physical shoe. He just said a shoe. So it could be in a cake shoe. It could be a candy I'm shoe. Pretty sure he said, "I will eat my." Shoe. He pointed to those shoes, and then our producer Emma said, shoe. "No." Oh, it can't you said, be. I said, said shoe. And, and I, I said, "There's no way he's eating my shoe." Well, right. Yeah, right. I, and I said, "You could pick whatever shoe you want." So thus, you there could you pick a cake shoe. You. But I don't know. We're gonna figure it out, and I want to do it in front of each and every one of you. Let's have some fun. Let's do it together. We'll put. Uh, we'll put together a time, a place. We'll watch a game, and I'll eat a shoe also, in some form or fashion. Uh, also, uh, that could also be part of our next takeover because we have confirmed we have a takeover. We had had that confirmed before all this popped off, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It'll be March 16th against the Orlando Magic, and you'll see more details about that to come. But it's coming, and we only have so many tickets and you get to see Katie, mm-hmm. you get to see Book. <laughs> like if you don't come to that, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. And it's gonna be cheap. Is is Brandon still in the building? He is. Do I need to check? Hey, Brandon, does my health insurance cover me eating shoes? 
Nice. He said no. We got to know. So I'm doing it at my own risk for each well, and every one of you. Espo, Omar sent you another 20 bucks saying funding for Espo shoe eating stream. So maybe you can use that to cover your medical bills as well. We're going to need a lot more than 20 bucks. Psycho Blue sent another one as well. Said Espo, I'll be in LA next weekend for Capcorn Cup. Capcom, Capcom. Cup, sorry. Uh, since you're the Lakers GM now, uh, GS on the trade, by the way. You can feast upon souls in front of me there. All right. I I actually, I think I'm going to have an introductory press conference as the new Lakers GM uh, soon. So we'll see if uh, when that happens. And yeah, I'll see you out there. Best Feast upon us. souls is such a weird sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. I mean, it goes very in line with basketball Cthulhu, right? The whole vibes. You got to you keeping it on brand. I appreciate that. Um, okay. So in addition to Kevin Durant, the Suns did make an additional move. Today, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder are trading Darius Baisley to the Suns for Dario Sarge and a second round pick. So uh, the homie is no longer with us either, mm-hmm. but I think this was a good move. I feel like the Suns just made a personal attack on you, Lindsay. To, a little this, bit. This week <laughs> they, they did. They just said, oh, your favorite people? The Sorry, three bye. favorite people that you guys said are all gone now. You, you feel comfortable back in the building? Well, guess what? We're getting rid of everybody. <laughs> Every yeah. last one. I li- I- Listen, I think Dario was playing very well. Um, he certainly could have had a role, but you're looking for flexibility and you're looking for versatility more than that. And Baisley can defend um, the perimeter a little bit better than Dario. He's six mm-hmm. foot nine. He's lengthy. Uh, he can shoot the three at a decent clip. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gives you a little bit of everything. He's still kind of an unproven product. So you don't really know what you're going to get totally. But hey, if if he could just be a nice contributor to a a championship level team you'll take it all day and that ends in why yeah i mean looking just looking into some of his advanced stats because obviously we have not been watching a ton of thunder games this year yeah. um i'll be diving deeper into his game but just looking at WB, some of that's why but just looking at some of his defensive metrics here like he's in the 81st percentile in defensive miles traveled per 75 possessions which is a role that McHale field ch- chasing guys all over the court he spent 81, he's in the 81st percentile in terms of how much time he spent on primary ball handlers, which is exactly the type of defender the Suns need right now because Mikhail filled that role. Like they would hide Chris Paul on defense and Devin Booker would take like the second best guard or wing and they would put Mikhail on their best guard or wing. So I don't know that this means Baisley's going to be starting or anything like that, but he's a guy that defensively you use that length, you put him on primary ball handlers, on athletic finishers, players of that caliber um and that's kind of his role and like you mentioned shooting 40 percent from three this year on really low volume but he when he was getting minutes a couple years ago with the thunder he was pretty productive in that time so we'll see if he's able to fit in and adapt i i still don't know who the other the fifth starter is on this team right now i would assume tory craig just by default but it's something they're gonna have to work out and work out quickly it doesn't really matter as much when your other four are chris paul Devin booker uh, Kevin Durant and DeAndre Ayton, though. Well, you mentioned Baisley a few years ago. Uh, with you know, he he was thirteen point seven points, seven point two rebounds, and one point eight assists mm-hmm. for uh, for OKC in fifty five games. So, I mean, he, he's young. He's he's got promise. He's a guy that 
could wind up being around for a while if he if he goes out there and performs. Was that a big splashy move? No, but it's the nice kind of thing that you did with an expiring contract in Dario, like we've been talking about, uh, to bring in a guy that you could keep around for a while. I, I like it. This is this is the kind of move that James Jones is known for, like the Damian Lees of the world. They were like, "Who's this guy?" Oh, jock even who? who yeah <laughs> and then they turn out to be guys that have actually helped this year mm-hmm. uh, i think this could be another one of those kind of moves and we and we haven't even gotten to the buyout market yeah. that's going to definitely play a large factor for not only us but um a lot of the other teams around the league gerald do you have an idea of what the buyout market kind of looks like currently obviously it's not over but yeah. as it stands at this moment? I mean, as it stands at this moment, there are a couple names that come to mind. I'll be writing about this later today. Um, but a couple that automatically off the top of my head, like Danny Green, he just got sent back to the Houston Rockets in, I think, a three-team deal. And he's on a $10 million expiring contract. I don't know why the Rockets would have any interest in keeping him around. Is Obviously, he, he's, Is he still injured? He, oh, he came back. I think he came back Did recently, back? yeah. Okay, so he's help. he's not the most ideal target for that reason. He's just coming off a major knee injury, I believe. But um, he's a guy that if you're looking for wing depth, for defense, for 3 and D skill set, he could help you out there. Um, obviously, championship experience on his side as well. Um, at the point guard spot, I'm really keeping an eye on Reggie Jackson. Yes. He just got traded to the Charlotte yes. Hornets for like Mason Plumley. And the Hornets already have Terry Rozier and who was the other guard that they have over there? Uh, LaMelo. Oh, yeah. Duh, LaMelo. <laughs> uh, see, I'm delusional still. Can't even remember their best player. Um, but he's another guy that doesn't really make sense on that team, especially as a veteran who just got dumped there. So those are two guys that I'm keeping an eye on. There are other names that are going to come up. Um, Patrick Beverly, I know nobody's going to want to hear that. Boo! I know nobody's going to want to hear that, but you need defense. You need point of attack defense. That. Let this be a lesson to everybody out there. Whenever you leave a job, you don't burn bridges. And mm-hmm. every time a player gets traded, they shouldn't light the whole world on fire. <laughs> and Pat Bev has done that mm-hmm. at each and every single stop. And guess what? He could be an, a viable option for the Phoenix Suns had he not been a dick against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. He, he could le- legitimately – there's no way I could see him not – the Suns not making a run at him had he didn't – had he not had so much beef – with players on this team because of his actions. Like, don't be a dick. Yeah, right. you, you want to talk about a cancer in the locker room, bringing Pat Bev into this particular locker room with the guys who are on this team <laughs> yeah. and the shenanigans mm. he's pulled against them? Absolutely not. I don't know, though. I'm not 100. I think that it's a major obstacle for sure, but I don't know if calling him a locker room cancer is fair. I don't know any teammate of his he that has Chris not. Paul in the I'm back. aware of but, that, but, but he's the perpetual. You hate him when he's not on your team. You love him when he's, he's on not your team Kyrie. guy. He's not Kyrie in terms of like the cancer that he is with his own teammates, right? Um, although I think Russell Westbrook would probably disagree. Um, sure. <laughs> so, uh, so I get in that regard. But like, could you imagine day one him showing up at Chris Paul and him just looking at each other like, this is awkward. I think Chris oh. Paul just shoves him in the back first practice. All's all fair. Done. Yeah, we're, we're all even. has to do that too. Then. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. How are we <laughs> saying no? Everyone line do up. Do we all just get a? Do we? It's just like a, a party line. Just Everyone everyone's just gets a shove. I feel like we deserve it too. So get in like, there, Monty. So in, in, in the military, when you got a new stripe, you had to do like this hang walk where you. It was like almost like a funeral walk where it was like a nice slow three second counts for each step mm. and as everybody down the gauntlet punched you in the shoulder to oh. say congratulations that's what they should do to pat bev Look, and then oh he God. won't be able to play because he's gonna get hurt <laughs> have Fuck you guys not learned from me mm. you should never say never to 
anything anymore yeah. because anything is possible. I mean, yeah. um, I understand that, but I this one would really shock the me. The only other name that I'm kind of excited about on the buyout market um, would be the possibility of maybe a Kevin Love mm-hmm. just to kind of solidify some versatility at the power forward position um, or even a little bit of a backup center position uh, should they need that in the playoffs. He's got that playoff experience, uh, a veteran. So if they did buy him out, I would I'd very much be intrigued about that. But Reggie Jackson to me is the number one because he can play that backup guard. He mm-hmm. can shoot. He can create his own shot. Like I love Reggie Jackson's game. Well, there's also they they have two open roster spots. And they have the mid-level exception left. So when you're talking about buyout candidates, not only do the Suns have an attractive destination now and a chance to win a championship, they have the ability to pay more than the minimum if they choose to go that way and for more than one year if they choose to go that way. Mm -hmm. So you could wind up attracting a guy like a Reggie Jackson uh, because of the chance to win, but also because you can pay him more than other people can. Right. With on that taxpayer mid-level exception that the Suns have, the starting salary would be six point five million dollars. That's a lot more than the veteran minimum that other teams would offer a guy like that. Um, another name that did come up in the chat that's also on my list, John Wall is another guy. He hasn't been fantastic for the Clippers, and obviously injuries are a concern there. Um, but you know, on the buyout market, you never know how quickly that's gonna go down and, and who they're targeting. So another name to keep in mind because that backup point guard spot is still an area that was not entirely addressed. Obviously, getting Kevin Durant, that takes off the pressure of needing another shot creator, another ball handler. But for the bench unit and for depth purposes, I don't know if an injured campaign and and Saban Lee are going to cut it there. And you've also lost McHale, who became a primary ball handler Mm -hmm. in this offense as well. So that is a whole. We did get a super chat from Brian. Brian, thank you for yours. Uh, we've been talking about outside potential players to go after. Uh, but he asked, do you think Dario Sarge will be bought out and come back as a buyout? Or who do you think they'll go after? Obviously, we've covered the second part of that question. But Dario? You can't, you can't do that, correct? It's I don't think you can. You, not can. Do that? No. you can't sign a guy in a buyout that you just traded. Well... Sorry, that's the answer. And we should also give a shout out to Dario because I know we've talked a lot about missing Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges, but Dario was genuinely like the nicest guy in the locker room. His teammates loved him. Um, We will never forget the meme of him nodding along to Coach Monty's uh, (laughs) post-game speech during the finals. Uh, He was a good dude, and he was playing really well recently, so I hope wherever he winds up after this, he gets his chance to kind of ball out for them a little bit. As long as we don't have to see him in the playoffs. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Always. Yes. We love Dario. Noted playoff murderer, Dario Sarge. (laughs) Hey, he was the difference between winning against the Bucs and not winning, (laughs) is what I've been told, Saul. You've been told wrong. Espo, (laughs) hush. (laughs) All right, a couple more Super Chats, and then we'll dive even more into all the trade shenanigans. This one's from Manny. Manny, thank you for your Super Chat. No more sweet baby angel, but we're the devil in the Western Conference. Just got my Katie Suns throwback jersey, so this five spot is it till the next check. LOL. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate you for being here with us. Uh, Scott said, some wonder if the Suns will win one championship. I say not one, oh, not geez. two, not oh, three, no. not four, oh, not God. five, not six, not seven. Oh. Scott, Listen, stop it. I will be happy with just one <laughs> right just now. One. For real. Scott, just one. I just want to run down fucking Central Avenue spraying champagne on my naked self that's all i want to do 
right. you don't need a championship to this do that, I guess. This is the second like, time in this office <laughs> that somebody has talked about being in the nude after winning something from the Suns. We need to reel it how in, is, you guys. How is that not, like, the known? Like, that's going to happen. Like, so. for the love of God, wear clothes in public. We cannot be supporting this, People okay? People nude on the 16th hole, the Waste Management Open. So, Why can't I do it for a we're championship? We're not. So, uh, yes. I'll, I'll only not. I'll only use one of the big. shoes. You can use the other one to, you Dear know, to Lord. hide what you need. Dream. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll put some shoestring around and tie it around my waist. Jose said, "Call the cops, bro." <laughs> Hope you guys have enjoyed PHNX's run because it's yeah. over. It is going to be well, it's not over for them, but it's <laughs> definitely over for this guy. And then Brian sent us a super chat. Thank you, Brian. Said, "S Goat, can you remind us who the best team is?" Ooh, here we go. I'm in the blast zone. You know what? You Screw it. Oh, Why God. not the? Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA because they got Kevin Durant. Suck it, Lakers. Suck it, Mavs. Suck it, Western Conference. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. How are you going to say those two teams and not the best team right now in the Western Conference? Because, are you afraid of something right now? House. Because the guy signs my paycheck. <laughs> oh, my them. God. I'm not going to yell that right Suck now. Suck it, Nuggets. <laughs> Oh, what a baby over here! Come on, man, be about that life, hey, Esther. Don't you cower down. Just like, just like uh, DeAndre Ayton said uh, when he was on his first contract, I'm playing to get that second contract. Okay? <laughs> oh man! All right, we got another super chat from Trevor. Which Trevor? Hi, I'm pretty sure we met your brother-in-law last we night. Did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, he gave us yes. those stickers. He did. Yeah. Super cool to to meet him. Uh, next time, come on out, Trevor. We want to meet you too. Mm -hmm. Trevor said. How y'all feel about KD after some sleep? Eh. Oh. <laughs> Loki, I feel the exact same way. Like, obviously, sad that Michaela and Cam are gone, but it's Kevin freaking Durant. You make that trade a hundred times out of a hundred if yeah. you can. He immediately raises your title prospects. He makes you the favorite in the West. I know that there are injury concerns and contract concerns, but but like after this, but for now, they got their guy, and that doesn't happen for this franchise very often. And it is really cool to see two all-time greats like Chris Paul and Kevin Durant both want to be traded to play here with Devin Booker. There are a lot of people that owe that man an apology for what they said about him in his first few seasons I in just, the NBA. Listen, this has now just become the revenge tour mm -hmm. uh, for, for us mm -hmm. because of how many people danced on our graves when we lost in that seven-game series, mm -hmm. namely one specific pod who put shades on and literally danced on their <laughs> pod because we lost. Oh, don't worry. Just you it's wait, coming boys. back. It's coming back. We'll and I fly cannot up wait. to your studio and do it in person. Someone asked if screaming is Espo's new stick. Okay. Someone asked if screaming is Espo's new stick. That's been the thing. Is it a new thing? Welcome. No. We are so glad to have you join us. That has been the thing. Uh, so Long before up. this pod, it's buckle been the thing, up. too. <laughs> HM said, we're going streaking. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, not that kind of streaking, but a different kind of streaking. I can buy into yeah, HM. But thank you for party. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Down central. Has, hey, Max, have you called OGs? Do they got Katie's, uh, Katie's edibles ready? I mean, they have like naked fun runs. Why can't we have a naked parade? I don't think it's actually naked, though. <laughs> what? 
that's the thing. It's not legitimately nude. Can we? I've heard of like undie yeah, runs. I've like never heard of like run. just okay, blood we ass do undie run. Where, where they charge? <laughs> <laughs> I locked, I locked into left. the system. He There's no place. Left. They left the building long ago. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, two more super chats, and then we, I want to talk TJ Warren. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris, thank oh, you for your super to? chats. I just wanted to remind everybody that two months ago we were sincerely considering about tanking this year. Well, the turns <laughs> have tabled. Yes. Yes. For real, though. None for of us were seriously real, considering though. that. None of us were, but some of the fan <laughs> base seriously true. Oh, was. yeah. True. Everybody wanted to blow it up. Yeah, yeah. waste I mean, that hey, year, listen, Devin Booker. We had talked about everybody. There's a difference between saying blow the whole thing up and everybody is a trade target except for Devin Booker. And I think that's what most of us were saying is that, mm-hmm. listen, everybody is is available for trade. Um, and uh, some people were like, oh, that's ridiculous. Why would you ever trade Mikhail? Why would you ever trade Cam? Why would you ever trade CP3? Well, you just saw why. Right. Like, it's KD. It's Kevin fucking Durant. We got the Durantula. We got the Slim Reaper. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, one of the greatest shooters this game has ever seen mm-hmm. is on the Phoenix Suns. Holy shit, y'all. That's mm-hmm. so fucking dope. Yep. <laughs> I think it'll kick I'm in. I'm just catching up to all this. Honestly, <laughs> I think it'll kick in for me the first time we actually see him on the floor mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a Suns jersey. I think that's when everything will become real. I think that's when... The excitement will be the leading emotion um, inside my heart and soul. Until that happens, I think I'm going to be in this weird like middle ground where there is excitement, but there's also just like so many questions and feels. I I got excited. Um, I finally came, I I I was a little bit like eh, I don't know. I feel like this was kind of a neutral trade to a degree um, when I put all the pieces together. And then I started thinking about the potential of of how the offense would go specifically, and I started thinking about, oh my gosh, you can't you can't double KD because then you leave De- Devin, mm. you can't double Devin because you leave KD, and and then it, you're basically going to get exposed because I know CB3 is not scoring and at the high clip that he is, but he's still a great facilitator and he can still get his midi, and then you have DA down low mm. like. You're he, so fucked. He benefits the most. Yes. Like he becomes he becomes a guy that you you're gonna you could have to go one on one against him. You're gonna get all sorts of mismatches with him. Uh, this offense now becomes very DA friendly just because of the fact that you can't not guard any of these other guys. And KD's got that kind of personality from at least from my perspective, from what I've seen on the court. Um he's got he's quiet. But he'll talk some shit to you to mm-hmm. hype you up. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I just can see him going up to uh, to DA like, yeah, bam on that. Mo-. You know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. and I'm so excited for this. I really. It's am. as as the basketball nerd of the group. Like, just thinking about the plays that they've been running with Mikhail on the elbows and putting Kevin Durant in that slot and having DA screen for him in those situations or running pick and rolls with Chris Paul and DA while Booker and KD are flanking on the wings. Like this offense is going to be impossible to stop. So I know there are questions about the defensive end of the floor, but offensively it might not matter just because you, I mean, and Kevin Durant is not just a scorer either. He's averaging five assists this year, average six and a half last year. Like he's a great playmaker in the pick and roll himself. So Monty has a ton of options available to him on the offensive side of the floor to just target mismatch after mismatch because you can't hide a defender on any of those four guys. They're going to make you pay for it somehow. 
Uh, this is going to be incredible to watch. On and Katie's also side. a very good defender. Mm-hmm. Like people sleep on that part because he scores so many points, but he's a very good defender. Right. So yeah, you lost something in Mikhail. He's not. He's not a Mikhail type of defender because he doesn't typically guard the opposing team's best player. But I have seen him kind of uh, been put. Been, he has been put in those situations at, at the end of games before to guard the other uh, person's or the other team's best player, like in the last four minutes of a game or something like that. Like he can do that, and he's very versatile. He can block your shot. He like he's a good team defender. So like you didn't lose a giant ton when you traded Mikhail. Is this the greatest mid range shooting team? ever assembled at least starting five wise yes i mean it's insane and in a league that has become predicated on three-point shooting it's crazy to me that the sun's best path ever to a championship may be going counterculture to to that 100 percent by stacking the mid-range game (laughs) to a point where there you have you have some of the best to ever do it for mid-range yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that. And like DA is no slouch in the mid-range either. And he's probably the fourth best mid-range shooter of the of that group, which is insane to say. Um, and, and speaking of DA, like I feel like this is a prime opportunity for him to continue building on what he's shown us mm-hmm. over the last week. Because like we've mentioned, this opens the floor up for him so much. And when you've like from an emotional standpoint, Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson were like his best friends. They called themselves the triplets. And now you're getting rid of guys that he would routinely joke around with in the locker room. You're also getting rid of Dario Saric and you're replacing him with a guy like Kevin Durant, who is a good teammate, but also demanding. So he's going to have guys in his ear constantly. DA is and how he responds to that and rises to that occasion is going to tell us a lot. The Suns kept him out of this trade and we're able to do that, which is incredible in and of itself. And so now it's time for him to build on that and show us the DA we've seen in the playoffs when that time comes. And I, I think he's capable of that because he's never had the floor optimized around him to this extent. And for the people that might be sitting there saying, well, you know, the Nets never really wanted him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Okay. You mean to tell me that after that last performance in Brooklyn, right in front of your face, that they were like, eh, want this guy you know like i'm sure he was he was thrown out there as part of the deal um but like we are very fortunate to be able to retain him as part of this because like you know when we're talking about the future well da on paper right now is part of that future um and and as i talked about you know the flexibility in the future you know everybody's wrapped up with the four first round picks or we losing mikhail and camera whatever well you know DA is still a future asset and you can trade him in the offseason as well. And I'm not saying I'm already, I'm not advocating for that by any stretch of the imagination, but right. he has time. Came to he has time to develop into that dominant big, um, you know, and, and, and he's been showing that of late that we've always wanted. And so if he can do that in this time, the Suns could legitimately win multiple championships. Um, and if not, you have a valuable asset that you can still flip for other pieces down the road. So it's not all lost. You're all good. Right. So ironically, right after I made the mid-range comment, mm-hmm. Sport Radar on Twitter tweeted up that over the last three regular seasons, uh, the Suns now have three of the top five mid-range shooters in <laughs> basketball. Number two, Kevin Durant. Number three, Devin Booker. Number five, Chris Paul. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, That's actually insane. We So let's talk a little bit of TJ Warren because he's no... He's he's also he's a also a mid range guy shooter, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's no he's no uh, 
chump change in right. that department mm-hmm. either. How do you feel about the return of TJ Warren to the Phoenix Suns? I feel, I mean, I'm not overwhelmed, clearly. Like, I, I'm, it's cool that they got a wing player back in return in this deal because Lord knows they need it right now. Um, I do think it's a little alarming how much the rotation might lean on him moving forward. This is a guy that has played, I think, 40 games over the last two and a half seasons, uh, and 26 of them have come this year, so that's encouraging at least. But his three-point shot's kind of fallen off a little bit. He's not the best defender. He can be okay when he's engaged. Uh, I'm just curious what kind of TJ Warren we're going to get out of this deal. Obviously, playing with Book and and CP3 and KD has got to be exciting. But I, he's kind of a big question mark for me right now. I, I remember when they when they traded him to Indiana, and he started going off in mm-hmm. Indy that first you know mm-hmm. half a season. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we traded DJ Ward for cash considerations or yeah. whatever." And I'm like, "Bro, chill." And just like uh, just like TJ, um, I also have no emotion when it comes to this trade <laughs> and this part of it. I mm-hmm. really don't like. I hope he comes in balls. He has a tendency to be a sticking point on the offense, just like Kelly Oubre. Um, he likes to, you know, he likes to dominate the ball from time to time. I'm not a big fan of that, and especially in this system where Monty preaches ball movement a lot, um, that might be um, that might be a little bit of an issue. But he can score, um, and he's a serviceable a wing that you're going to need. So hopefully, it works out. Look, you're going to need scoring in that second unit, and hopefully. He can help provide that because basically the second unit's job right now is when they come in, just don't give up too much ground. Mm-hmm. Like the starters, the starters are are, are going to take care of business. Your job is just not screw it up, mm-hmm. right? And and hopefully TJ Warren can be a guy that can do enough offensively to help you just not screw it up as a bench. If yeah. he can be a helpful bench scorer, like a six-man role, that'd be huge. He's averaging nine and a half points per game this season. And even though he's only shooting 33% from three, he's at 51% overall. So, like, he's effective on those twos. Um, I don't know if he solves a lot of your problem areas in terms of ball handling with the second unit and whatnot. But if he can go out and get you a couple of buckets and keep things even until your starters come back, that's really all you need him for. By the way, Chris B. Haynes uh, said that if Reg Jackson is cut, or the is Suns are out, interested. The Suns are, are the destination, likely. So there we go. There you go. All right. Before we get into some more questions from the chat, you guys, breaking news again. We have a new T-shirt drop here at PHNX. <laughs> That's right. A brand new T-shirt. We're talking the Kevin Durant Slim Valley Reaper T-shirt. Get your hands on this beauty right now at phnxlocker.com. Or if you are not a diehard, you can sign up to become a diehard today. And with that membership, you will also get a free T-shirt. And you could choose this one as your free T-shirt. This thing is a beauty. It is. It's I already dope. bought mine. Yeah. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, our guy, uh, D-Line Code, does a, a fantastic job. He had this ready to go within seconds of that <laughs> announcement, which is crazy to me. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely copping that. I looked at it. I believe it was 3.35 a.m. when this got dropped in our, mm-hmm. in our Slack going, what do you guys think of this one? Well, <laughs> I like it, and it, you guys can get it now, too. 
Yeah, once again, that is available at phnxlocker.com. Uh, it's on all of our social media pages. It's in the in the Discord for the diehards. And again, as a reminder, if you become a diehard today, you can pick this as the free shirt you get when you sign up. In addition to the free shirt, you also get access to our premium diehard level content, 20% off any additional merch that you would like to pick up, and 20% off events as well. There's a lot of perks to it. So, I mean, the biggest one, I think, is the Discord access to the discord which mm. is super fun last night the discord was just insanity <laughs> um so check it all out today also go phnx.com you can find I, all the links and information there as well i don't think you guys will ever understand how how much like i feel like i have a lot of anxiety anyway mm. and so like i go to sleep last night and i went to bed i i shit you not i probably put the phone down at about 10 50 and i was like well it doesn't look like anything's happening cool put the phone down oh no and it's like i could see it in the movie mm. i rolled over i faced my wife fell asleep and then all of a sudden the phone lights up <laughs> and i'm just like i woke up and i saw i had like 40 missed calls i had like 40 <laughs> missed text messages and i was like what the fuck just happened and yeah Oh, God, that was so awful. That's I'm tough. sorry, Zal. That was a <laughs> the stuff nightmares are made of. <laughs> I'm never sleeping again. I'm never sleeping again. <laughs> Me neither. All right, so we have a super chat from DC. Thank you for your super chat, DC. Said Durant almost made it to the finals by a foot. He did. This is fact. Smaller shoe size, and they only. probably would have been there. And then uh, we did get a question from Theo in the chat a little while ago. Theo asked, uh, can you guys talk more about the Suns' defense? How will Darius Baisley losing Sarich Bridges affect the defense? Yeah, so we've gotten a couple of questions about Baisley, and I mentioned this earlier in the show if you missed it, but he's a guy that, according to the metrics, rates out very much like a Mikhail Bridges prototype in terms of how often he spends his time guarding ball handlers, um, guarding the point of attack. I don't know that he's going to start, but he will help you in that way. He's a guy that runs all over the court. Um, he, I think he's in the 83rd percentile in steals per 75 possessions. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how he kind of fits in and whether he has the shooting and offensive spark needed to carve out minutes for himself because obviously the Suns already have Josh Okogie and he would be their best option on this team as a point of attack defender. But the offensive concerns are what might hold him out of a playoff rotation. Um, Baisley is nowhere near the defender that Okogie is, but he might be a better wing option in that type of prototype. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I, I don't think people should overlook how good defensively Booker and KD are, but they are definitely lacking that guy that you can put on a Ja Morant or a Luka Doncic right now. Um, they just don't really have that person. So are you saying Baisley could be Walmart, Mikael Bridges? Yeah, I hate that. I hate that terminology. Girl, like, how can yeah. you come up with another but, one? Yeah. Okay, Dollar General. It's, uh, not, it's even not getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong direction. The the oh, Xerox no. of a Xerox, Mikhail Bridges. Is oh, that better? Dear. Oh my god, that's tough. He's just a good defender. How about that? We can just say that. Yeah, we'll just we'll just call it. I, I think the the. The versatility is good. And honestly, until you mentioned it, Gerald, mm -hmm. and because he hasn't played a lot, I completely forgot about Okoki still being on his team, mm -hmm. which is a valid point. Like he is he's probably our best defender right now. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to throw him out there. Listen, he doesn't have to be a scorer. Uh, you got enough pieces around so him many. that you're not going to need him to score at all. And if he ever chucks the shot up, uh, that's definitely one of those opportunities where 
he better be wide open or he's coming out and he's sitting on the bench. Like, right. bro, we don't need you to force shots up, not on this team. So He's, he's got to get back to what he was doing when he had his most effective s- stretch, which was attacking the basket, getting downhill, and getting to the free throw line. He was really good at drawing fouls, and that's kind of dried up because he does have some that like awkward Euro step that's like in slow motion, and he throws up some wacky shots sometimes trying to draw contact. But if he can get back to doing that, that's enough to offset you know, kind of his lack of a jump shot. So, so here's my question. Uh, they got two roster spots open, uh, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they, but they can't, they can or cannot sign two more guys. They can, but they have Ish Wainwright's two way to consider Saban Lee's two way to consider. And they only have, I think the starting salary for the mid level is 6.5 million. They don't have to use it all on one player, but, if they use like three million, then they only have whatever's left to use on the other player. Um, I would be shocked. I, I think the way we're heading is one slot goes to a buyout guy like a Reggie Jackson or something like that, and the other slot goes to converting one of their two-way guys, most likely Ish Wainwright. That would be what I guess happens. I don't know for sure. We'll see how the buyout market shakes out because yeah. if if two really good guys become available and they're willing to take like three million each to join this team. Hell yeah, you sign those guys up um, and you just kind of let Ish Wainwright and Saban Lee's availability run out. If you don't get a ball handler, though, in the buyout market, you almost have to convert Saban Lee. So you have another option, uh, you know, because I just I don't trust campaign if and when he comes back to stay fully healthy. Mm -hmm. So if you don't get a ball handler in the buyout and then you also don't convert Saban Lee, you've now put yourself in a precarious position for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get a couple of questions about, so when will we see this team play together? Uh, not tonight, no. unfortunately. <laughs> I'm um, not sure who will see tonight. Tonight yeah. is going to be an interesting one, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit more later on in the day, closer to the show and the pregame show. But um, obviously Devin is still working through injury, return to play via injury management. Mm-hmm. So he's not playing tonight, and his – Minutes restrictions will probably continue for a hot minute. And then word on the street is that Kevin Durant is looking, aiming to return to play after the All-Star break. Um, I have heard rumors that he's going to try to return for uh, All-Star weekend. We'll see if that comes to fruition or not. Um, But somewhere around that point. So mid to late February is sort of what we're looking at. Yeah, I there's some people I feel bad for right now. Uh, the people in the league office that have to figure out the all-star game right now. Mm-hmm. That's a mess. Yeah. Uh, the guys who handle the roster updates for 2K13 <laughs> or 2K23, excuse me, that's going to be a shit show. And then anybody that works for a team that has to take all the pictures of guys down uh, off the website <laughs> yeah. and, and all yeah. that. I've been in that situation. There are some people frantically working to scrub uh, team websites right now of guys who are no longer in that city. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it earlier about um, DraftKings, but like the odds also across the landscape have gotten significantly better. I mean, you're seeing ranges from the Suns being an eight, plus 1800 all the way down to plus 225. A lot of sports books have the Suns as the favorite in the West right now. Um, which is pretty cool. So I just looked it up on DraftKings, and right now, yeah, 425, plus 425 Mm -hmm. as the NBA champion. Uh, Last night when we were wrapping up our show, it was a plus 500, uh, right? I suppose that's what you pointed out to us. So it has dropped a little bit in the last handful of hours. But if you guys 
are looking to put some money down on that, highly recommend you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But when you sign up, make sure you sign up with that promo code PHNX because that promo code will get you some bonus bets. Let me see if I can find it here exactly which one it is. Um, I should have had this pulled up, but whatever. Uh, New customers who use PHNX to sign up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Again, that's only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With that code, PHNX, minimum age and eligibility restrictions applied. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Um, But yeah, that's that's one I wouldn't mind putting five bucks down on just to... Why wouldn't you? They're doing a lot of great uh, bonus bets on same-game parlays right now that if you don't win, you get a bonus bet. Uh, so mm-hmm. I highly recommend that, too. I've been dabbling in that. There's also one sports book <laughs> that literally had the Nets at a plus 2,200, and now they're at a plus 10,000. Oh, wow. wow. That's how much they dropped. Oh, man. Sheesh. That's brutal. Okay, so how are you guys kind of feeling? So obviously the Suns did a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely through a wrench into the mix, if you will, in a good way, though. Uh, But the rest of the NBA, there has been a lot of movement Mm -hmm. in the last 14 hours across the league. How are you feeling about the landscape of the NBA and the Western Conference right now? Look, the Bucs got their guy in in boss, baby. He's there. Uh, If he has anything left in the tank, that could be real interesting if uh, the Suns and Bucs are on a collision (coughs) course for the finals again. Uh, and and seeing him, uh, I like that move because they didn't give up anything. They even kept Grayson Allen, so I think they're pretty good. Uh, Luke Kennard in, in Memphis is a sneaky good pickup for them. Uh, the Clippers did a bunch of stuff. Uh, Mason Plumlee's there now, uh, and they made a lot of moves that I think solidify them. This this literally, I joked about it on the bet show with Sean, but. This is like that scene in Endgame where you know the two sides are, are running towards each other, you know, and that's the Western Conference. This is a battle of giants that is going to be a gauntlet to get through. Now, uh, do you want to break the news? Or right, I can do it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, it is official that the Hornets are are going to. Um, agree to a buyout i should say to with reggie jackson so that's pretty cool shams just reported that hey reggie um, he's going to be a valuable asset to a lot of different teams uh but the suns are probably going to to do their very best to get him because to me there's not really a player out there that is as versatile and as good as reggie jackson on the open market and if you can get him i mean i feel a million times better about the the bench situation for sure and more importantly if Chris Paul should go down, I feel really good about Reggie Jackson stepping into that frame instead of campaign. So, and remember, you still got campaign. So, right. you know, if he if he can come back, you know, around into form like he was showing promising signs of at the beginning of the year, yeah, that'd be great. So, you know, if, if they can get that deal done, I, man, I'm going to feel really, really good about the the Phoenix Suns' chances at a title. Yeah, absolutely. And looking around the landscape of the league, I think it's safe to say the Suns are the favorites, even with the depth and defensive concerns or whatnot. Like when you have that core four, you're the favorites in the West and and especially in a West that like wasn't really blowing anyone away with an overwhelming favorite. Like, yeah, the Nuggets were at the top, but like the Suns were nine games ahead of the next closest team and they still lost in the second round last year. So that shit doesn't matter in the regular season. (laughs) Um, I, I do think the Lakers got better today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in the yeah. last few days, you know, they added 
They've added Rui Hachimura, Jared Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba, um, D'Angelo Russell, and Malik Beasley. Like they added shooting, they added guard play. They got longer, they got younger, they got more athletic in the front court. Like that, they did a good job at the trade deadline. Um, and I, I think there'll be a team that probably moves up the the standings here soon. Which yeah. can I just say, like but they still got ho. How do they always manage to find a way? It's so frustrating. I'm frustrated with the Jazz trade because they just got shit dumped in their laps, and all they had to give up was Russ and one first round pick for that. Like, I'm I'm kind of mad at Dwayne Wade for being over in Utah and helping his boy LeBron out like that. Like, <laughs> what are they do? I don't understand that at all. Yeah. Look, the ideal thing is that the Lakers get into the play-in, they win the two games, and then they take care of the Nuggets in round one, so you don't even have to worry about them, and then uh, and then you roll otherwise. Although, I would love to take the Nuggets out myself. Yeah, so. Oh, no, I want the Nuggies. I want <laughs> the tasty Nuggies. What would be your dream path to the finals through the West, the three teams that you would like to see the Suns beat if they made it to the finals? Oh, for me, it would be Nuggies. Okay. And then it would be the Mavs, mm-hmm. and then it would be uh, wait Nuggets Mavs. I don't know who the third one would be. Here. Clippers Mavs Nuggets. I want that path. Clippers, Clippers Mavs, Mavs Nuggets. Just, nuggets. just say mm. screw Grizz. you Kawhi, mm. screw you Luca, screw you Jokic, <laughs> and then give me honest baby. <laughs> Let's go. I don't. I don't have any like. I don't have any ill will towards um, Kawhi. Mm. And the Clippers, you know, like we beat them already and we beat them with them. We beat them without them. Like, yeah, they're kind of irrelevant to me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, or or, or if if somehow the Pelicans were to be able to right the ship, like beating them in the, in, in the Western Conference Finals. Oh, man, I would dance all over that grid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I this just, is I am going to be so petty if we make it back to the oh finals God. over the West. Man. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> it's about to get real fun on these parts. Um, yeah. I just feel like it would be nice to have a quote-unquote difficult path and be able to overcome <laughs> all of those challenges so nobody could be like, well, if only we, what about, well, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we've, ha- we've heard all of that for the last two years, and I would like this team to just bulldoze over the top teams, zero excuses, bona fide champions. I don't care. You know? They could beat the Sisters of the Poor. In four series <laughs> and win the championship. I don't care. Who are these mythical the sisters of the poor? poor? I've never seen the sisters of the poor. I but is. I heard they have LeBron esque type of phrase. They do. My father <laughs> once uttered that phrase like ten years ago, and I think that was the last time I heard the phrase sisters <laughs> of the poor. <laughs> I uh also shout out to Ram- Ralph Amsden today. He had the best tweet I've ever seen in my life. It was a Star Wars meme where it had uh Darth Vader or whatever Anakin and it had the princess right mm. and it said uh Josh said he's gonna shoot his uh he's gonna we're gonna shoot our way through the west oh. and he's like oh you mean she, she says you mean shoot the basketball right and it's just nothing <laughs> like, you meant the basketball right <laughs> I fucking love it and also uh the Grizzlies they're they got to be public enemy number one right now for everybody because of the way jaw has really handled this whole season they got a little taste of success they were at the top of the of the west along with the nuggets and they've completely fallen off and it's mostly because that team is a head case right now the grizz have taken over our spot last year as the most hated team in the nba which is crazy because Last year, they were the most loved team in the NBA. Everyone. Kind of like the Suns the year prior. (laughs) Having a blast rooting for the Grizz. And so 
again, how the turntables. Apparently, if you're a young team that talks shit and wins games, like you have a one year life expectancy. And then after that, you're public enemy number one because you haven't done shit. But it's how you talk shit, right? That's the difference between the Suns and and the Grizz, right? The Suns. They weren't like, yeah, they they did the thing and whatever. Well, they cool. did dance a lot they, last they year. They danced, but they, they didn't danced. dance in front of people. This is fair. You know, I mean, I think they had one or two incidents where they were kind of like, yeah, okay, don't be an asshole. But they didn't push people. They weren't physical with people. They weren't cheap shotting people. That was all on freaking. That's Dylan Brooks doing that right now. Jaw talking all that shit in the media. Like the Suns didn't talk shit in the media. Like they respected all their opponents. Like so that's why I think the Grizz are are taking shrapnel right now because. Yeah, oh, we're good in the West. Oh, are you? Are you now? Are you? <laughs> Look, I still think the Suns are the villain because you got KD. KD has uh, has pulled a lot of strings to get a lot of places. You got Barkley saying he can't drive the bus, all these things. Uh, you know, and you're going to get the, oh, they're too injured. These guys are injured. They always get injured. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear that. So I uh, this is this is not going to be some everybody loves the Suns all of a sudden kind of thing. But how great would it be for Kevin Durant to come to the franchise that Charles Barkley has ruled for all these years <laughs> and be able to win the title that he couldn't after Barkley has talked so much shit about him <laughs> on TNT? It would be it would be beautiful. It would be beautiful. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed, guys. We're we're in the thick of it at this point, so it's going to be. A really fun journey for the rest of the way this season, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, two more super chats. Uh, one from Musab. Thank you for your super chat. Say Katie Book versus Tatum Brown or Suns Bucks rematch. Suns Bucks rematch. I, I think I might like the Bucks matchup a little bit better. Man, that's a good one. Either one would be fun as hell, though. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, I'll I'll take Suns sees. Let's take it all the way back to the beginning. Okay. The, first, the, first, the first trip to the finals. Let's 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 just kind of rewrite history right now. Just let's exercise go. all the details. <clears throat> Why the hell not? Start with the Celtics, then they could take on the Bulls next year and the Bucks the year after. Uh, and just uh, let's let's just exercise all the past Bulls, with this team. Bulls got some work to the do. Bulls <laughs> a, a Bulls making a run to the finals was very because they very did not much. do shit. To them. They didn't do a thing. Unless and our friends Dave, over at CHGO. And Big Dave is not happy about it right now. I saw a screenshot of them on their trade deadline show, and they. Look like the most miserable <laughs> I have ever seen. Man, if if we're guys. like on on cloud nine, they're the flip side of that coin. It is they're not pretty. You know, I it's feel so sorry funny because last night when we were at our all city get together over at Illegal Pete's, I was talking with um some of our friends from CHGO and DNVR, and they were like, "Oh yeah, CHGO is doing a two hour trade deadline special." Like. They're for sure going to be players uh, in this year's trade. Like they they had all the expectations, and I feel so bad. That's rough, man. That's not fair. That's a lot of work for nothing. Look at their Goose Island beer with lots of tears in it right now. But but I can relate because we sat in some chairs for how many hours on the drop last summer for nothing? And nothing happened. Lord, I feel bad for you guys. That's like sitting at the bar and like talking to a girl, and you're like into her. She's into you. You think, you know, you guys are talking, you're feeding drinks, and then all of a sudden she's like, All right, see ya. And she bounces, you're like, Damn, I couldn't even get a number. Like, damn. Nope. <laughs> yep. They, all that they didn't get nope. anywhere near a number in C- at CHGO today in terms Bless of trades. Poor things. Um, and then our last super chat from Trevor. Again, thank you, Trevor. Said it's going to be weird not seeing Mikkel tonight. It is definitely going to be weird. 
Um, we will dive more into tonight's game in our pregame show, which is at what five or four thirty? It's three hours from now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it starts uh, at five, right? Yeah. I don't at know this why. Point, I don't even know what today is. I don't know why yeah, we didn't just stay live since, uh, <laughs> since midnight last night. I mean, yeah. We could have just ridden this wave. Right? I don't think I could have handled that one as well. <laughs> Dog, man. Uh, That'd have been funny. Oh, Saul's awake. Come on in, Saul. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the party. I just saw it. But yeah, we'll be back at five right here, same place. Uh, so plan to come hang out with us. We'll talk more about tonight's game. And then, of course, we will have a post-game show as well as soon as that one wraps up. So again, plan to come hang out with us. I want to say thank you to all the new faces that we're seeing in the chat right now. If this is your first time joining us, uh, please come back. We're happy to have you here. Make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications so that you know whenever we are live. Um, On your way out, if you are here on YouTube, hit that like button. It's super easy and it helps us out a lot. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform, uh, subscribe, rate, review also helps us out a lot. We appreciate having you here as a part of this community, um, being able to talk and be excited and celebrate. Also, share some emotions about things too, because we know it's always a complex kind of league this time of the year. Um, but it's been really fun to have this community. That's why the NBA is the greatest. Like there is no downtime in the NBA off season, in season. There's so much drama. I, you just gotta love it. It's the best league ever. It's almost like it's scripted. And there's a tinfoil hat club you can go watch on oh YouTube oh, explaining how it is. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so thank you guys again. We appreciate you. Until we see you at 5, you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Go buy your shirt because... Those things are going to sell out quick. Ahoy hoy. <laughs>